life's tough, get a helmet. Welcome back to the Chick and the Duck podcast with myself, Rye, and my brother, Micah, where we talk about anything and everything, particularly pop culture and movies, things of that sort. Micah, we've been uh, talking for like five minutes now, and your fire alarm has gone off twice. Um, Yep. So, fair warning, hopefully the fire alarm doesn't go off again, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what what we what, what happens with that. So, but other than your fire alarm, how are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Just hanging out. Homework. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Designing. Nice. Designing like for fun designing. No. Oh. I was doing his logo. Oh, that's dope. That's cool. Yep. Have you sent him like samples so far? Send him the sketches. What do you say? But, uh, I mean, he, I just had him pick ones that oh. he liked. Oh, okay. And that's then I'm cool. that's what I've been doing is doing that in Illustrator. Nice. That's fire. Yeah. That's super dope. They're pretty um, good. That's yeah. I've been doing art technically. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got Mid Journey. Mid Journey is a Discord bot basically that creates AI art, and you type in a prompt, and I mean it's it's definitely cool. Um, so, oh yeah, I have been messing with that. Might keep doing it depending on how good I get at it, because you can't. There is like a, a skill to it almost, but just mm-hmm. picking right words and things like that. But yeah, it's been fun. That's like the first artistic thing, like. Not first artistic thing, but like first, what's the right word? Like that type of artistic thing I've ever done. Yeah. Like you things you do, I can't do. Like I can write well, which is considered art, but like, mm-hmm. or podcast, I guess you could consider it. There's an art, but um, never, never like actual like painting, you know, so. Yeah. But I got a car, you know that. Yep, I but do. People listening, I got a car. Got a nice Ford Focus 2014. So it's running well. I'm going to take it into a shop, just to make sure there's nothing wrong with it. And if there is, pay for something. You know, whole deal. But, whole deal. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's so much nicer than my whole car. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I bet. Um, but, I mean, uh, oh, the other thing that happened this week, I honestly have been so. There's a game you might have seen it on TikTok. It's called Tapple. Have you heard of it? It's like it's a simple game. You like tap a letter, and there's a category, and you have to say something in that category that starts with that letter that you tap, and then it goes around a circle, and you tap other letters, etc. I don't know exactly how it works completely, but it looked really fun. And so we were hanging out with Brian and Kayla yesterday. Like, oh, let's go get it. I was like, all right, I'll go buy it. It was at Target. It said three left at Target. It's like, all right, I'm going to get it. And so I go. It's not on the shelf. I asked a worker, uh, do you have it? Well, it looks like it's not here. I was like, well, your app says there's three left. It's like, oh, I guess I'll go look in the back. She was, she was rude. She was mean. And she went back there. Maybe 30 seconds later, she comes back. It's not there. 
store says there's three left. And there's like these huge boxes on carts, like next to the aisle. It's like it could be and could be one of these boxes. There's like 25 boxes probably. But I was like, can you check? She's like, I guess so. And she scans like three boxes and goes, it's not here. And I'm not looking through all the rest of them. I was like, this is your job, lady. And and I was like, well, can I order it so I can make sure I can get it? She's like, I mean, you can, but like, I wouldn't because you're not going to get it till whenever we open these. And I was like, but I should be able to get it in two hours because it says that on the app. She's like, well, I don't know. I wouldn't order it. And then I stood there and I ordered it in front of her face. And I said, I'll be back in two hours. Please get it out. And about an hour and a half, two hours later, it's still not ready. So Brighton and I are like, frick this. We're going back. We went back, asked another guy. The dude scanned all 25 boxes. Took 25 minutes probably looking through everything. Nothing. I got a notification this morning. Out of stock. <laughs> what? I was, I was so mad. That's crazy. Like, it said it was available. Like, why would you ruin my day like that? That's crazy. Somebody's, somebody's snagging them. Well, the I bet it's the chick. She's she's reselling them. Do you know what's crazy? <laughs> when I was looking for them, she's like, I'm looking for the one, too, for my order. I bet this chick took every single one. Yeah. I'm pissed. This I lady. saw a dude on TikTok talk about doing that kind of stuff, like backdooring stuff. Oh, really? And he worked at Dick's. And he said oh. he, back, he would backdoor shoes. That's smart, bro. You just pull them off the <laughs> shelf before they're on the he shelf. Got tight. He got tight with, well, no, he was, like, stealing them. Oh. Yeah. You just take him? Yeah, he got, like, tight with his, he was, like, doing it or whatever. So he's, like, making money working. He works in the shoe department. And then he would just like occasionally take them and people would ask him at school where he's getting them. And they would always ask him to use his employee discount. Mm -hmm. So he would charge them, which is like 5%. So he'd charge them his employee discount, but he's really just stealing them. And so he started taking, he said like five to seven pairs a week. Oh my gosh. And selling them. And then he got, he was like getting tight with his managers and everything. And they have something called like the shoe vault apparently. That's like all the expensive shoes uh -huh. and you have to have a key and only the managers and the owners have a key and he ended up getting a key and he's just been snagging shoes. He just was snagging like Kobe's and everything. Getting a fire? 200 plus. No. That's wild. That's sick. He's <laughs> telling the story and it's like, he's got whatever the legal, you know, like immunity thing because of how long it's been or whatever. Oh, he doesn't work there anymore. Gotcha. Well, just because it's been so long since right, you can't whatever. get he, in trouble. You can't persecute, yeah. Right. Prosecute, I mean. That's, that's wild. That's so that's, that's hilarious. It's crazy. I bet well, she's doing that. Target workers are the crazy. Or crazy. Because, like, the other day I went in for something and I couldn't find it. I went in for the Hugsy Funko Pop to buy. Because I was like, that's fire. I got to buy that. And I, it wasn't on the shelf where it said it was supposed to be. And... I was asking this lady this different time, so not the same chick, obviously. But I was like, where is it? Like, I want it. It says it's available. She's like, well, you know, a lot of things get stolen. So, I mean, it just could not be here. How? What? How do you? 
them and Walmart, they just don't they don't chase people that steal things. They don't. No, you can't chase people that steal things. But they don't call the cops. They don't do nothing. Well, yeah, that's because it really depends. The like the managers and everyone are allowed to like do that kind of stuff. But, but they, like normal employees, like I'm, I wasn't allowed to at Safeway. If someone was stealing something, you just have to let them go. You can't like confront them. And at Best Buy, you got freaking Von Miller just ready to tackle somebody. <laughs> it's that's weird though. I don't know. Like, I know somebody that they were broke in college and they stole every meal from Walmart to eat. They just would walk out with it. Nothing yeah. happened for four years, literally. I mean, it like it like makes sense why you can't. It's like a liability thing. Yeah, because then you get there's insurance. if you get injured, then it's like. Well, and there's like insurance that goes with all that if you catch yeah. somebody, and there's a huge process versus they steal something for five bucks. They're like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Grocery stores are so profitable. You're not gonna. No one's stealing a fifty inch TV. Yeah, and yeah. that's why Best Buy. You know. That's why they have security. We're talking about more. <laughs> yeah, items. you have expensive things, but I mean, granted, Walmart does, but it would, and Target does, but it'd be very hard. To just be carrying a TV and you're just like <laughs> running out of the place, like it makes no sense. Yeah, for so, real, dude. But yeah, nothing. I yeah, I haven't been doing anything other than being mad at Target. So nothing's nothing's going on. It's quite boring, actually. So, except for freaking news. News is always good. Did you watch Andor, by the way? Yeah, neither did I. I just couldn't get myself to watch it right now. I was like, I'm not. I was just doing stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else fun you're doing? Jenna, the other day, Jenna, the other day, because Maddie went to the witches thing. Mm -hmm. Was it just like a girls dance or what was it? It's like a girls night out thing. Yeah. It's at some random house and it's like all the people, all the women of St. George or something like that are invited. Oh, wow. That's cool. But Jenna was like, that looks so fun. I want to do something like that. It's like, well, you didn't go to a normal college, Jenna. So you're not going to get that like that. And she's, well, actually her words were, wow, there's so many more fun things to do in Utah. And I'm like, well, you got to go out past 8 p.m. Like. <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't go at six, six actually everything closes at 8 p.m in st george really <laughs> yeah that's funny i mean that's just a community event it's at right. some person's house yeah which is they really just, like really cool. spend a bunch of money on it <laughs> obviously everyone's rich so <laughs> yeah it don't matter everybody's rich in st george that's so funny um yeah. anyway uh top five yes i came up with this one and it was very hard, actually. It was it was pretty difficult. I have ten things written down right now because I couldn't seem to. I have eight. <sighs> Which one do I cut off? Well, you should have them in order. I do, but I did. Oh, you can just cut them off. <laughs> All right. Uh, I... <laughs> so sad. One of mine is gonna be like a crime that it's not included in any top eight, I guess, but. All right, what's your number eight? Let's see it. Hear it. My number eight is uh, from a TV show, oh. and it was, uh, it was He Who Remains. That final castle-like scene. Yeah, that was, that was cool. 
it was really that whole show was cool it had a lot of like a lot of stuff crazy scenes like yeah the timekeeper scenes mm-hmm. think like uh thinking what old loki building the giant like fortress thing right and that was, yeah, was obviously fire. all the loki variants together right that scene when they're in that like bunker thing bunker yeah that yeah. was that was cool um i my number eight i have the spider-man mcu entrance slash like airport kind of scene so when he okay. flies in and grabs cap shield and like his entire interaction throughout the airport scene fighting bucky and you know the, the have you seen I don't remember which movie he said. Have you seen Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi? I don't remember which one it was, but I think it's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. When he's doing that, I love that. There is a theme throughout mine that Spider-Man is definitely yeah throughout. So, but Spider-Man entrance, MCU entrance. Nope. Um, my number seven is Cap wielding Mjolnir. Okay. You got that a little higher, or lo- higher, lower, higher than I do. So, yeah. Um. But, all right. That's. I mean, it speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, it was just cool in theaters. I agree. It was a, a lot of everything is like from the theater, theater experience, right? Yeah. Um. My number seven is going to be Shang-Chi wielding the Ten Rings for the first time. Um, I couldn't make my list. I feel like it's, it's almost there. I feel like it's underappreciated. Um, I really liked it. But, yeah, I mean, I... Maybe it's recency because of it, but like it's just a cool. He's such a cool character, and so when he did his whole thing, I was like, "That's really dope." Like, yeah, I love that. Definitely. Um, at my number six, I have the Civil War airport scene. There you go. What a cool scene. Overall, yeah, it was just a really cool scene. Yeah, I, I love it. Great movie. Uh, number six for me, I have T'Challa when he reveals himself as Black Panther again, like when he was dead. Yeah. When he like comes comes out and he's like, you know, going crazy. Um, I feel like my favorite scene in that movie is the last scene or whatever, the sunset scene though. I mean, it's definitely, my scenes are mostly like action, not like deep theological, not theological, but deep philosophical thought scenes. There's a couple yeah, I mean, those, mine, but... mine's mostly uh, battle also. That's but... not on mine. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I, yeah. I think it's, I would probably put it first. Right. For Black Panther. No, yeah, I get um, that. My number five is going to be Thor Ragnarok, um, God of Thunder, when he summons the lightning without yeah. um, Mjolnir. On the, the bridge, the frost the yeah. frost the, the whatever bridge is called it's like, the ah, ah, yeah. That's not, yeah it's back up. it didn't honestly did not make my list but it's incredible 
there's a looking looking back there is so many good mcu like like moments like it's kind of insane um five i have the illuminati introduction slash fight with wanda um i didn't put that i i loved it it was just i mean i liked the illuminati but i hated this i didn't like the scenes i liked it because i don't know I, they died in like two seconds. That's I didn't like that part, but I just thought it was. I don't know. It was, know. Cool. The, it, was still cool. it was just fun um, to see them all. But Definitely. I've thought I've thought about switching that out with something else, but. No, it's definitely a fire scene, little fire thing. Though. Yeah. The introduction, especially yeah, Finally seeing them right. Um. My number four, I've got the I Am Iron Man snap. So that's the one that I would switch with the Illuminati. Yeah. Like the parallel between him and the first movie, like I Am Iron Man, you know. And then I Am Iron Man. I Am Inevitable. I Am Iron Man. Oh, it is. It's good. It was really good. Um, super fire. It was I, so shocking. It I was. I anything's been that shocking ever well i don't think anybody expected him to die no and so but um at four i have captain america wielding mjolnir and like transitioning into his um avengers assemble scene yeah like just that whole process from him wielding until them i mean they're all going through the portals obviously all that stuff it was just like this is. I remember I was freaking out, and Jenna was watching the movie with me in theaters, and everyone else is freaking out. She's like, "Why is that cool?" And I'm like, "Dude, like this is a huge deal." So yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is. My number three, um, it's arguably one of the best scenes in the MCU, but it's Cat Bucky versus Iron Man. I didn't put it online. I like. Uh, it's just it. a really cool shot, like scene. I don't know. I love it so much. When they're like fighting in the thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like really fast paced, and they're like tossing the shield between each other, and yeah. You could argue like the other another good one from that movie is the elevator scene. The elevator scene is really it's good. so good, but um, my number three. This is for being just. Like a, there's no other people in the scene. This is the best Spider-Man scene. Mm-hmm. Say that that hints at my higher ones, but I have the Spider-Man like bridge scene with his spider yeah. sense. People hate on Far From Home, but like that movie's so good, and that yeah, scene is so it it like as someone who's loves Spider-Man more than any other hero, it's like this is that's exactly what he's supposed to be. Like he's using this spider sense and this dark, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so cool it was i almost put that on my list yeah it's amazing um number two mm-hmm. you actually you combine yours which is why one of them you said it was lower higher yeah or whatever however you want to say it mm-hmm. than what you were going to put it it's because you merge them together but i have at number two i have avengers assemble yeah, that makes sense. Which I have the portal and then that line. 
I just combined them because there were so many things I wanted to add. So I was like, that's kind of the same thing. I was definitely cheating in that sense. But <laughs> it's definitely a standalone. Like, Yeah, that part. Yep. Um, so you put Thor Bifrost scene at your number four, I think. Mm-hmm. So my favorite Thor scene ever is when he enters Wakanda in Infinity War. I think that's on my number two. Best version of Thor, I mean, just comes down for 30 seconds, annihilates this entire... Like, it was just... Yeah, it was good. So good. I loved it. Um, One of the most iconic entrances into, like, a scene. So, I definitely gotta go Thor. Entrance in Infinity War. Valid. Um, our number one... It's gotta be the same thing. Is the Spider-Man team-up. The team up, yeah. Like when Andrew and Toby show up and then transitioning into when they're the swing. Yeah, the fight. Like that was just. You can't beat it, honestly. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of moments in the MCU that can top like the nostalgia attached with like a really good movie and like the three Spider Man's just all fighting. Like yeah just in uh i have goosebumps that's my favorite easily our favorite so oh yeah but the other one of the ones i left off that i feel like is worthy of probably a top five is the original avengers six person team up the spin shot yeah it's, it's definitely iconic it's just so short that it doesn't feel like it's was worthy for me to put it up higher yeah, and when you think about it, like, the movie, I don't know. I've seen the movie a lot, but I don't know how much I'd watch it now. Yeah, I'll watch it every once in a while. I'll watch it with my kids someday. Or Elijah, when Elijah can yeah. watch it. If Elijah hasn't seen it, I don't think he has. I don't think so. But, yeah, I mean. We gotta try to figure out a movie that to let Elijah watch. Let mom make Elijah let have mom let Elijah watch during Christmas. Like one of the Marvel movies. Something. I don't know which one. Yeah. But he's older, so he technically should be able to watch <laughs> a different one. So True. Um, but yeah, MCU moments. Let us know your ranking. Fire. Fire. Um McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah, cultural moments. McDonald's Happy Meal toys, adult Happy Meal toys. Um, it's a in combination in partnership, whatever with uh, Cactus Plant Flea Market. I think I went and got one. So I mean, this is the one I have. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, it's just cool. Obviously, they're, it's not like a toy; it's like a collectible. Um, yeah. So like. This is the one I wanted. I don't know if I want the other ones. I don't really want to go spend $10 at McDonald's in hopes I get the other three, you know? Um, mostly because it's, I could get the same one, you know? Yeah. And I don't like a Big Mac. Like, it's just not very good. I'd rather get a couple mm -hmm. cheeseburgers from McDonald's. If I'm going to eat McDonald's, I'd rather get fries and a couple cheeseburgers for 6 bucks. Instead of paying ten for a Big Mac and fries that are just in yeah. hope in hopes of a toy, you know. 
So I oh, that's facts. Like I did it once. Whatever. I saw videos of people like buying like fifteen boxes. I'm like, that's ridiculous. But so it is ridiculous. It's not that worth it. Like it's cool, but like Oh yeah. It's not that. Not <laughs> that. I definitely think that McDonald's should do more like collaboration, Happy Meal Toys. That's cool. It's a good idea. It is a good idea. But, um, what's next? Oh, this this one is interesting. Uh, Kanye West had his Yeezy Season Nine like Paris in Paris like fashion show, and he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. With Candace Owens, the Republican yeah. talk show host, whatever she is, advocate, I don't know. Politician. Politician, that's the word I'm looking for. What are your thoughts what are your thoughts on this? Uh, being obviously you're white, I'm white, so maybe our opinion doesn't matter, but Yeah. What do you think? Well, I'm white, so I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I I heard some good points and like I'm gonna say it lightly, like with like don't take it as whatever i believe if i believe this or not but someone made a point saying like if we're okay with black lives matter saying it we should an asian lives matter and you know list off the race we should be okay with seeing that being said um especially by a person of color being that they're choosing to do that they are the minority mm-hmm. um It'd be weird if me and you walked around with White Lives Matter shirts. That'd be kind of strange. Yeah. Um, like, I, I I, would, if you, like, pulled up and you were wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, I'd be like, dude, like, it's kind of weird. Like, you're white. And, you know, like, it's just not that, like, yeah. a black person can't wear a Black Lives Matter shirt. I feel like that's a little different. But regardless, it's just interesting because people hate Kanye for it. Like, hate and Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. But Candace Owens says something about it saying, like, uh, it's Black Lives Matter's fault that we are wearing a shirt that says White Lives Matter or something like that. Being like, you, you're kicking us out of your culture. I don't want to be a part of your culture, basically. Like, it sucks. Yeah. It's like, the organization, not the idea. Yeah. But then Kanye went on Tucker Carlson. Did you see that? No, I didn't. He went on Tucker Carlson. I haven't watched the full thing, but I saw a clip where he, he's wearing a chain. I think it's obviously like a chain chain, like nice. And it's got a picture of an ultrasound, a baby ultrasound. And he's, and Tucker Carlson's like, why are you wearing that? What's it mean? He's like, I'm pro-life. And then he went on to be like 50% of black deaths in America are abortions. And like, I care about black people and black babies and all this stuff. And I was like, dang Kanye, like you are, you're going off on a lot of people that are going to be upset by what you're saying. Yeah. So it's, Facts. I don't know, Kanye, I don't know if you think this too, but like Kanye is interesting because sometimes I'm like, you are insane. Like, not like, oh, you're insane, like cool, like smart. Like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. But then he'll like calm down and be like thinking very logically. And he's obviously smart. He's built a billion dollar empire. Like he's a smart guy, but mm-hmm. it's just people don't trust what he says because he can be. Crazy. A weirdo. Yeah, a weirdo for sure. Um, I just now realized why your screen is like this. Like, 
on top versus mine sideways. Like our two cameras, because you have it half your screen. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I didn't realize that until right now. I was just thinking about it. Um. Next, we got Elon Musk going forward with Twitter. He buying again. Twitter again. Like, <laughs> just think about things that you are hesitant about buying in your life. Maybe I should buy it. Maybe I shouldn't. It's like 40 bucks. Like, yeah. 40 billion bucks. Not, not right now. <laughs> like, and he's like, oh, I guess I will buy it. Change of plans. Like, this just. It's crazy. That dude has so, has so much. I mean, I hope it goes through because I think it'll be good for the platform. Maybe it'll be used more often. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Tom Brady and his wife Giselle Bunchin are to file for divorce. Um, if you're Tom Brady, do you retire after this year? No. No? No. His family's falling apart. Yeah, he's already getting a divorce, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this he point. He sucks at football, so he might as well have a redemption year. That's true. He's not having a good year. He's going to be on his divorce arc. Yeah, right? His villain origin story. <laughs> if he didn't already have a villain origin story before, he's been the villain in football for years, and now he's, it's back again. I would, if yeah. he If he could, like... Tell his wife, like, if I retire, we stay together. I Obviously, we don't know anything behind the scenes. But, like, let's just say she's divorcing him because he doesn't spend time with her. No, it's 100% because of that. But if I'm Tom Brady, granted I'm not, and I have probably different values than Tom Brady, I'd be like, I'll retire after this year. You're 45. Like, you don't need to keep. He does not need to keep playing. No one cares. No, he didn't need to keep playing. Like, it's fine. He's probably not going to win another Super Bowl. Teams are too good. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's facts. So, <laughs> Draymond Green absolutely clocks Jordan Poole. Looks like he yeah. knocked. Looks like he knocked him out. Um, whoever leaked the footage to TMZ, because you know it has to be like TMZ's not just getting the footage. Someone gave mm-hmm. it to them. Yeah. They're fired. Fired, bro. Because now, it's just like, what do you do? Do you trade Draymond? Do you... Jordan Poole is going to be a laughing stock. I mean, the dude just got... Slept. He got rocked, yeah. He did badly. I would trade trade Draymond. Draymond's useless anyway. Yeah, it's not worth it to have him. He's clocking players. better. Yeah, he's got a more upside. He's young in his he's career. He's already better. He's already more skilled. Yeah. I mean, he's dropping 30 in the finals sometimes. Yeah, know? he's like, already a better player, so. And if you could get a solid big man, you don't need Draymond to be like. No, you don't, because Draymond's not a top big in the league. No. He's not even big. No. He's like, Charles Barkley is bad. Yeah. Granted, he had that a few years where he was like a crazy facilitator. He's getting rebounds, assists, like triple doubles, like, you know. He was a yeah. very efficient player, but now it's just like he's not. He literally just sucks now. He's pretty bad. And if he's clocking players in practice, like you can't have that. Like, you just that's facts. 
Granted, did people in the 80s hit their teammates? I feel like they did. Probably. But it also wasn't a big deal back then because no one saw it. Came out 30 years later in a documentary, you know? Yeah. So. But someone was like, I don't know how you be teammates with somebody after someone decks you like that. You don't. Yeah. You just can't like them. Um, this next one is pretty interesting, too. Uh, two- oh, yeah. This one's crazy. Tua Tagaloa. Do you not say his last name? Tagaloa. Tagaloa. Wow, I didn't know that. Was told to retire by CTE expert and famous neuropathologist Bennett Omalu after being stretched off the field with a severe concussion. This is the guy who they based the concussion movie on, his research. Yeah, the Will Smith movie. Yeah. Um, to counter the point that this dude's making, like that dude would say, if he got it, if he had his way, there'd be no football. So I mean, it's like, I don't know. Do you think he should retire? Yeah. Do you think Tua should retire though? I think it depends. Yeah. QBs are generally pretty protected. Right. That's one thing to consider. Mm-hmm. Two, pretty much most NFL player that is in a contact position is going to have CTE. Yeah. It just sucks. But yeah, it's not good. It's often not good. It's the way it is. So I don't know if you can, like, say not to play because right. down the road you're going to get CTE, but you're going to get it anyway, pretty much. Yeah. It's like it, they're what's the phrase like they're making their bed they have to lay in it so if they're gonna choose to do it they gotta be willing to deal with the consequences yeah i think that's really just up to him honestly i don't think that there's any like unless it comes back with like you could die if you get another concussion i would retire that's just not worth it well yeah obviously you're a millionaire already who cares go coach it's whatever yeah or I think he's chilling. I don't think he'll retire, and I don't think he really needs to. He doesn't want to. Yeah, it's true. I would hate to see him retire. He's very talented, and I think he could be really good. So, um, NFL. More NFL. More NFL. Um, I want to talk about uh, JJ Watt. What happened with JJ Watt? The stuff with him. No. His heart was offbeat, and had to be shocked. Like whatever charged back into a normal normal rhythm oh wow oh yes i did see something about that and he was like crying in his post-game interview he played days after right yeah he was just crying because like he had a ba- he has a baby on the way and so he was like at an ultrasound and then they did an ultrasound of his heart and it was off yeah how i don't know I get loving something a lot, and it's like it, you're, you're, it's your job, all that. Well, it must not have been as bad as serious. it must not be a serious thing. It must be just like yeah, you fix it, and it's like fine. And it happens for some reason, you know. Right. There might there must not be like an actual reason. That's like right, you know, like the like the stuff that you know you're always like taught about, and you always get screened for for yeah. high school like sports and stuff like that right that like heart condition thing but i think it like it's obviously not that i think of what's his name jake hansel 
Yeah. Camus. He had a heart condition, had to stop playing basketball. So I, yeah. It's just, because it, obviously doctors know way more than we do. So it's not like we're going to be like, yeah. you shouldn't play. Like, But did you see the post-game interview? No. Dude, it made me cringe so hard because he was like, he was talking about it and then he started crying or whatever, like uh-huh. midway through talking about it. Some random reporter, he's like, hey, but you had that tip pass to save the game. And I was like, how you like, get really, fi- bro? That's how you get fired, bro. I was like, really? <laughs> Do you think he cares <laughs> that he tipped the pass to save a game in week four? <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's so to get this. So he's talking about how he almost died. He almost died. He could have died. died, and he has a baby on the way with his wife. I'm guessing he's married. about missing that. Yes. Yeah, and you're, oh, you go tip. <laughs> oh, but you saved the game, JJ. <laughs> bro, that's so bad. Oh my gosh! Yeah, how unaware do you have to be? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I don't have any much else to say about this last week. I mean, games were pretty. Slow. I mean, the Vikings won. That's really all I care about. I don't really care who else wins. Yeah, the Vikings won. <laughs> but it just seems every Thursday night we, because we're recording on Friday, the day after, the games are just horrible. Well, the Broncos are just horrible. Russell Wilson is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. Like, obviously, you wouldn't have said that. We would not have said that last year, like, or the year before, no. whatever. But like, what are you doing? No, he sucks. He's so bad. Like, and they're not. Denver is not going to be good. He got booed by Denver. By Denver. How do you not home. kick a field goal? Well, I don't know, man. They, they didn't kick a field goal because you kick a field goal. It's the only upside is that you tie. Well, because they no, the other team would get the ball back. You could stop. Yeah, them. so you could tie or lose. I don't. They lost anyway. I don't know. I yeah. So they, that's what I'm saying. They took the gamble. I don't know. I would. He was there. Was open. I mean, oh, that's the that's was the other... open, and the other dude was open. Once uh, you see him freak out, yes, because he was wide open. But, open. Yes. But Russell Wilson is just looking this way. He yeah, he, he just sucked. had to turn his head. He's just not good. No. Like he's just not playing like. A good quarterback at no, all. No, not at he's all. He's not looking. He's not surveying like the field or anything. He's so fixated. He throws to like <laughs> tight ends like eighty percent of the time. And then Sutton sometimes, and he forces it. Sutton. He throws to Jerry Judy more. Yeah, I, I have Sutton, so I would know. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is Brighton in a league. Uh, he's in a uh in our league. He would had he had the Broncos defense, and. Yeah. The team he's playing had um, Sutton and Russell Wilson, and they got 19 points together, and his Broncos got like 16 defense. Like that's so like your defense should not get as many points as your quarterback and number one and receiver. One. Well, Russ had like six points. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. I saw. And, yeah. Oh. I saw TikTok saying, like, it was Russell Wilson talking about his alter ego. He's like, I think I know my yeah, alter ego to be picked off. Picked <laughs> off in the end zone. Oh, Incomplete. they take over at the five-yard line. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just going through a bunch of those. After Russell Wilson. And is, com- oh, that is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because I do not dislike Russell Wilson. He's a good guy. 
I'm kind of starting to dislike him, not because he's a bad guy, but because he's so cringy. I just hate him. Yeah, it's frustrating. He is very cringy. He's so cringy, and now he's terrible at football, too. So he's just kind of like a cringe human who's being paid. <laughs> the dude's getting paid until he's like 40 years old, too. They yeah. have him until like 2028. 20, 20, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Imagine you're the Broncos, bro. Because he, he could sit on. If he keeps playing bad. You can't play him. Like, do you play yeah. him if he keeps playing bad? That's not how football works. You have to play a quarterback that's playing well. I mean, unless their backups worse. You know, you obviously right. play the you play the best, but, but like if your backups worse than you. It's week. So let's say it's week thirteen. There and you still suck. Two and two and eleven. He's still sucking. Like heck, I say you. I say you put in your backup. And if he does well, then you're paying somebody. For the next eight years, $250 million. They shouldn't have traded Drew Locke. No. And also, the Seahawks should be playing Drew Locke. But Geno Smith's playing better than Russ, so. Which is wild. It's weird. Like, it's strange. And Geno Smith has the highest completion rate through four weeks in NFL history. Someone, did you see what the reporter asked him and what he said? No. They were talking to him, and he's like, the reporter, I, reporters are stupid, bro. Like, what are they They're thinking? so stupid. He goes, are you surprised at the way you've been playing these last four weeks? He's, like, listing off these stats. He's like, no. Are you surprised? He's like, well, yeah. Like, if you would have told me, like, before the season that this would be the outcome, then, yeah, I'd be surprised. He's like, well, you've never seen me throw. <laughs> and I was like, dang, okay, Gino. Yeah, it's such a stupid question. Like, reporters are so stupid. I see it just, like, uh... TikToks of people making fun of reporters, right? Like, 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 oh, you want the job? It's like, um, so, so they just lost on the last play of the game. Time expired, and they threw an incompletion. What are you asking? Did you want to win that game? <laughs> it's like so stupid. It's like, did you did you try to make the completion? Right. Like, no, no, I didn't. I wanted to lose. Or I there's NBA ones too. It's like. Uh, they asked somebody like how to get a rebound. I don't remember who it was. He's like, it was the Baylor dude. He's like, yeah. Oh, how do you guys get? How do you guys get so many rebounds? He's like, so we jumped up, and you grab the ball and you bring down. it down, <laughs> and that's called a rebound. And we got more of those. <laughs> it's like, dude. And then they're so insensitive with questions. Yeah, like the, 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 the timing. They'll be like talking about like. Obviously, this JJ Watt thing, but I swear there's people like talking about their mother dying of cancer, and they're like, "But how about that?" Hey, but did you see that the that the Rams beat the Niners? <laughs> what does that mean for your guys' season? <laughs> like what? He's like in tears, breaking down. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is. It's dicey. It's sad. It's dicey. Um, I didn't know that. Like, I knew this, but you put this in, so you take this this next one. Yeah, you didn't know about this? No, I knew it. I just didn't. Oh, you put it I in. You said you didn't know about it. No, I, I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah, so in Stockton, California, there's a serial killer. It was like five murders that linked together. Another um, six? To being uh, one, like, leaked to one person, basically. Not to not to an identity, but like yeah. being a single person killing all these people. Right. Yeah, now there's a six, and there's... A woman who's injured by gunshot wounds. Interesting. 
and but like four out of the five first ones were Hispanic males and so but yeah I mean they're like Stockton California and people in Central California are like on lockdown high alert situation well I mean if you're a Mexican male I'd be really scared yeah like that's terrible but like not go out at night right all that kind of stuff that's wild or carry something with you yeah <laughs> literally um that's wild i feel like there hasn't been i may maybe i'm just not caught up in the news but i feel like there hasn't been a, like a serial killer recently yeah i mean definitely not in news no what do you think about the Jeffrey Dahmer series? Do you think that they should keep making series like not not like a documentary style, but like they got Evan Peters to play this character of a serial killer? I get it's history, I get that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get that it's history, which makes mm-hmm. sense. The Jeffrey Dahmer was going to have stuff made about him for sure. I documentaries have to happen; they tell a story, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Completely. it's not that crazy. But, and I'm, obviously the series is like well-received, supposed to be good. Right, like well-acted. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, but they've made so many Jeffrey Dahmer things. Well, the it's pro- like, it's just, they need to let it go, one. And two, like, for the same reasons, like you're making all these things, you're just like, I don't know. You're overtelling it. You're kind of like, well, you're kind of making it into like a popular media thing. And there's the, there's the, and I think it's more accepted because you're getting an actor to play who people find attractive. Yeah. Is charm. Like same thing with like the Ted Bundy with the Zac Efron, you know, it's like you have people becoming empathetic towards that person. That is an absolute monster. And I obviously, 100% 100% believe that people can be forgiven and obviously clearly believe that but regardless it's just like it makes me uncomfortable seeing tiktoks of people like thirsting over a character like a person playing this character it's like this mm-hmm. is evil like there's people still alive that their family was affected you know? Well, and his family is like has begged people to stop making stuff about him. Yeah, like it's not he, he was a monster of a human being. Yeah, I had a friend. All the interview with his dad or whatever about it. Yeah, his dad just like it's just kind of sad. I've heard I was having a conversation with somebody, and they said that if because I, I was making the point that I'm probably not going to watch the show for that reason, and they were saying, well, how can you watch Disney? With them promoting sin. Let's just say sin. And I was like, yeah. I feel like it's different. Because there's a difference between consuming media that can be... That where the company I don't align with completely. Versus mm-hmm. like... Fantasization. And like creating empathy for... Outright monsters. Yeah. Because I can contextualize in my head if they're promoting... A show is promoting... Let's say being a Christian where you don't believe you should be gay. Okay. That's an obvious thing that Christians don't believe. But yes, they're evil and sinful in the sense of that. Right. But they're not like evil in the sense of our world. Like there's a difference. Mm -hmm. 
Like they're just a, they're still just a person that's living their life in maybe a sinful way, according to us and what we believe, but not like uh, killing black people and eating them. Yeah. There's a, I think there's a pretty big difference. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, I just think if you really like movies, I think like the Ross Lynch one, that's yeah. like about his like pre-serial killer life or whatever, right. is a better way to do something like that. Right. Or just doing it in a more... Or just not doing it about him anymore. Because yeah, it's just... Let it die. Documentaries are fine with me. I want to be able to be informed. But like the series... Yeah, but you don't need things... like 50 documentaries and four movies and... Right. And three TV shows. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Um, I guess the last cultural moment we're talking about today is actually we're doing it through our draft. Um, Aaron Judge hit his 62nd home run. 61st home run. One of the two. Mm-hmm. To break the whatever the crap record, but also he didn't break the record. Barry Bonds is the record. There's like still six people ahead of him with more home runs. So I don't know what the big deal is, but um, someone caught the ball, and obviously he went to go get authenticated, all this stuff, and now he Aaron Judge probably wants the ball. So our Did draft. Did you see Aaron Judge's interview about it? No. What did he say? He says that he has the right to keep the ball. He has the right? Yeah, he said, oh, I'd love to get it back, blah, 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 but, you know, I hit it, he caught it, so. It's like, why shouldn't he be able to keep the ball? He should. But if Aaron Judge wanted it back, I feel like he would have to give him something in return. Well, I think you'd have to be equal value, especially when you're talking about a billion-dollar business and a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah. Like, you can afford to pay the value of the ball. Right. Which if you want it. Which leads to our draft. What you would ask Aaron Judge for if you caught his 61st home run ball and he wanted it back. Yeah. <laughs> this will be interesting. I'm so curious to see how this is going to go. I'm going to let you go first. What are you asking him for? At one. At one? At, At one. one. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it uh, close to the sport. Um, I actually saw a video about this. Mm-hmm. Um, re- like it's the only reason I even knew it existed. So basically, okay. MLB players, like when they retire, I don't know if you have to be good enough or if it's just if you're an MLB player. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you get you get season pass to any MLB game yeah. at any like level, any location for free, just yeah. with a ticket thing. You don't get um World Series or playoffs. <laughs> whatever right but any regular season you get him for free so i'm asking for that card it's a good pick um to go in a similar route i'm asking for uh i think it'd be funny so aaron judge plays for the new york yankees i'm not a yankees fan but i'm gonna ask him to pay for season tickets to the boston red sox for the rest of my life <laughs> Or like whatever, realistically, like season tickets for the rest of my life to whatever town I live in. If I live in Texas, the Rangers. If I live in Boston, you know, Mariners, something like that. Like season tickets mm-hmm. to baseball game to keep it within yeah, the sport. That's why I picked the card. Yeah, you got the you got the unlimited. You can go wherever you want. Oh gosh. Okay. So, do you know the value of the ball? No. It's estimated at upward like. Of two million dollars okay i thought that's what it was. i thought it was somewhere yeah. around that ballpark so 
around that. Yeah, I wouldn't go um, more than that. No. Next up, I would definitely, I would definitely be getting some vehicles. Yeah. Are you taking so, vehicles in general, or are you gonna take a specific? No, I'll do specific. Okay. I'm gonna get a restored Bronco, vintage Bronco, for sure. That's a good pick. <laughs> and then probably like a Raptor. Okay. To tie it off. At two, I'll go. I'm gonna go. I'll go similar route. I'll I'll take two cars. I'll take the new F100 Lightning. So the electric, old school, vintage Ford. Yeah. Um, truck. And honestly, for kicks and giggles, I'm a. I want him to. I want a brand new international MXT. You remember what those are? Yeah. If you were listening to this, I want you to look up an international MXT and tell me you don't want that. I mean, like a semi truck pickup truck. Yeah. So good. Crazy. Um. Next up, I'm drafting. I'm drafting a home in anywhere of my choosing. A home? A home, a house, property, yeah. whatever I feel like. Yeah. That's good. I'm taking. Um, yeah. I'm not going home. At least yet. Well, I mean, I can't. You, you got home. I can't take home. But. Um, I'm going with complete setup, like man cave funding. Okay. So I, anything, any TV I want, any monitor, any computer, camera, like electronic, uh, spending spree per se. And obviously, yeah get things to decorate a space I'm, I'm getting whatever i want so that i can have a at-home office a church office and then like a podcast like studio basically that's a good idea like i i'd want him to pay for like anything i wanted for like honestly for most of these things i just tell him to write me a check for two mil but like yeah <laughs> realistically we're trying to pick things so for the sake of it for the sake of trying to figure out what you're gonna do but yeah, I'm taking like full entertainment man cave spending spree. Yeah. So I'm oh, next up. Was oh this I'm four? drafting? Yeah, four. Four. Okay. Second to last. I think I have my two last ones already okay. picked out. Okay. Um, for this one, I'm taking a remote job. Oh, I want a remote job for him. He's doing design. That's fire. That's good. And then I'll be set. For literally. I work with them. I'd be making a bunch of money. Right. They have no choice. And right. once I'm done, I can have my resume that I worked for the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking. Um, I'm taking. Oh, I just. No, no way. I lost it. Oh, yes. Here we go. Similar to yours. Different, but similar. A complete funding and staffing of my own company. Yeah. So, like, you'd probably benefit this from this, too, because I'd probably do chicken and duck. 
So like full branding team, marketing team, everything. Just fully funded. Fully funded group. Um, Basically like he'd be my my shark. My my shark. Mm -hmm. Um, Funding whatever I wanted. To make probably merch and different things. I'd do that. Fire. (sighs) Last pick. One sec. Trying to think. This is This is difficult. It's difficult. This is difficult. Um mm, dang it. <laughs> okay. You wanna know what I was gonna do? Yeah, I'm curious. What were you gonna pick? It's gonna veto. I was gonna be getting stock. In the Yankees. Gotcha. That would be smart. Yeah, I mean, I could just take ownership, but... <laughs> That's a little, worth a little bit more than two mil. Yeah. And that, you know, stock would be different. Um, So I'll go back to my other idea that I had before I thought of that one. Which is, they're going to... He's going to buy me my local Costco. That's wild. I love that. That's such a good idea. So you yep. just you own I'm Costco. Costco. I'm gonna have the business. I'm gonna make the profit from it. And yeah. when they get a computer, a monitor, a chair, that's, a bed. That's um, gotta be the biggest loophole and biggest uh counter pick to my fully function like spending yeah. spree. That was a good counter. I'm not gonna I'll just lie. I'll just take my one hundred percent employee discount. <laughs> <laughs> that's a W. That is a W. Um, granted I'll be a millionaire too with whatever company I start. So whatever. Um, oh gosh, this, I don't know how cool he is of a person. That's, this is my dilemma with this pick. So pretty cool. I was going to like, I'm thinking like we're friends now. Like that's my like we're gonna be friends and you're gonna fly me places and we're gonna travel we're gonna be buddies <laughs> and I'm gonna be like I don't know how like your your personal pastor friend something like that like that's what oh, I would yeah. take where like I could be it would set me up for like cool experiences and meeting really cool people and like you know things like that so. Definitely. Let us know know who won this draft. Let us know. Um, these drafts are fun. This one was yeah. a lot harder. In my head, it sounded really simple and easy to do, but it was a lot harder than I thought. It was harder. But we'll have to do I saw a States draft. It was funny. I was, I was like, this is a good one, too. That's a pretty good one. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the what would you ask Aaron Judge if, for his – if you caught his 61st home run ball and he wanted it back draft. That's a mouthful. Perfect. Just rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. But Movie moments. Here we go. There's a lot to talk about. Do you want uh, to talk about the smaller things first? Yeah, sure. Okay. So we'll go here. We'll go from here to here. Do all these. And then these two. And then these. 
Yep. Okay. So, uh, Billy Eichner, the guy who did Billy on the Street, which is a hilarious show. Um, mm-hmm. You see clips on TikTok all the time. But he starred in a new uh, LGBTQ rom-com called Bros. It was basically his movie, his child type deal. Um, uh, it fails at the box office. Um, and they release like tweets and stuff being like, People are homophobic, and that's why they're not seeing it. Um, which is not fair at all. It's also like, I don't know. I didn't see it, obviously, and I see everything. So, and I don't know. Like, some people have been doing statistics, like, not just straight people aren't seeing it, but like, People of the LGBTQ community aren't seeing it either because they did the math like 7% of the country identifies as that. And like if this, like 5% of that saw the movie, they'd make like 200 million in yeah. the week, in the weekend, but they made like hardly anything. I don't remember what it was, but interesting. Um, it, you just can't like people, if people don't want to see it, they don't want to see it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Like, half the country's not going to see it. Like, Republicans aren't going to see the movie. They already don't like people, like, a character being gay and Lightyear. You know, like, they're not going to go see a rom-com. When rom-coms aren't even popular anymore, they just come out on streaming services. Yeah. And then a very, very niche rom-com. I'm not saying they can't make the movie. I'm not saying the movie's not good. Nothing. I'm not going to watch it. For more reasons than one, but yeah, it could be a great like hypothetically speaking. I'm not endorsing the movie, but it could be a great movie, funny. It mm-hmm. could be entertaining, but people just aren't gonna. Rom coms a dying genre. The only people that make them now is Adam Sandler. Like, yeah, it's not like they're good movies either. They're just like it's a niche category already, and then to mm-hmm. make it this even more niche, like it's just not. You're not setting yourself up for success. No, definitely not. So, I don't know. It's just... But, um... Yeah. Speaking of more LGBTQ movie movie stuff, um... HBO Max is releasing a show called Velma. Um... And it they she's a lesbian in the show. Yeah. Um, did you see the trailer? No. I'll read you. Jetson. Oops. It's basically so the the trailer is Velma Dinkley, who's basically black, which I don't like it. It's just weird. It just looks strange. Um Yeah. But, and she's a lesbian confirmed in the show. It's an animated adult series just about Velma. But the trailer is Velma kind of fourth wall breaking, talking, like sending a message to HBO Max. It's like, Dear HBO Max, I just learned you intend to make a genre bending comedic origin story of Judy Jetson. Okay, so another character. Mm-hmm. When I heard the new version of Judy Jetson wouldn't be boy crazy, 
The only word I had to describe my disgust is jinkies. If there is one thing the internet agrees on, it's that you should never change anything ever. And I hope you die. Sincerely, Velma. So they're trying to like market the show as like, they're trying to act like the annoying internet person that's being like, don't change this. This is already good, you know, basically. Yeah, it's just like a defense thing though. Yeah. It's like you you make something like that because you know it's going to be backlash. Yeah, like why you like you know what you did is stupid. Exactly. That's why you can predict that people will think it's stupid because it's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You thought it first. Right. Whether you want to accept it, you came to the notion that other people are going to say it's stupid, which means you internally know that it's stupid. Yes. Like you have to... Otherwise, you would not have just thought of that. You'd be like every other failing whatever that did it completely blindly. Here's the thing. There's a difference between being self-aware and doing it right. I think She-Hulk, in some aspects, we'll talk about this, has been self-aware and done it right. Like, the show's not the best. We've talked about it. It's not our cup of tea, necessarily. There's elements that are fine. But She-Hulk was not, like, this annoying with her self-awareness. Mm-hmm. She Her self-awareness was, like... There's going to be actual people that just hate this show because of MCU, whatever, versus the show just being bad. There's a difference. Yeah. So you don't just be like, you're going to hate the show because we we changed this, we did this, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's not... It's not smart. It's just you're just, no. ruin, just ruining a character. It's just dumb. Like, no one cares. Yeah. No one's going to... Like, people will watch it, but like... It is um... silly. Um, Michael Waldron, he wrote Loki and Multiverse of Madness, is going to be writing Secret Wars. How do you feel about that? Loki's good. Multiverse of Madness is decent. Yeah. Loki's great. I'll say. Like, yeah. It's better than that. was great writing, yes. I think that's like, that's Madness, like cool. I think Multiverse of Madness was written good too. I think it was written pretty good, yeah. Yeah, like it's not it was, the best. I think that, yeah, I think that it was, that was probably where it was lacking, but. But if you get a good director on Secret Wars too, like, you're set. Like, it's not going to be. Marvel, it's clear Marvel is particular with what they want to be particular with. Yeah. Like, if they want something to be high level and really, really good, they make it. High level and really, really good. So, not too worried about, you know, Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. Kevin Feige yeah. will make sure they're all hands on deck, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You, I'm curious your thoughts on the next one. Super Mario Bros. trailer? Yeah. Um... It was really cool in the beginning. Yes. And then Chris Pratt showed up. Yeah. It's a me, Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, it's not it's a me. It's I don't even know how I can't do the accent, but it's barely New York. Uh, it's a me. <laughs> I'm yeah. walking here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible, the voice is awful. The voice is not good, which sucks. 
Jack Black's it's voice just dumb is because Bowser's they could have just thinking put could have just used the voice actor for Mario. It's a stinking animated movie. It makes no sense. Yeah, you don't need Chris Pratt. Especially if you already no, have you Jack. You don't need the name. Yeah, you don't need the name. Yeah. And you Bowser don't. sounded good. Jack Black, Jack Black like like Bowser. Jack Black is a G, bro. Mm-hmm. That entrance was so cool. It was. Yeah. It looks really good. Like yeah, it does. It, it'll probably be very good. Like, it'll, yeah, it'll, I bet it'll still be a good movie. It's just the voice is really going to suck. It's going to hold it back a lot. Unless they change it a little bit. But People are talking about Nintendo being uh, an MCU-like thing. Really? Yeah. Like what way? Like in movies. Like in, in Nintendo Verse? Cinematic Universe. The NCU. It'd be... Cause ha- I think it'd be cool. There's a lot. Nintendo has a lot. Do you have an inter? Is there an interconnect? Interconnected. I mean, you could argue this, but in general, is there an interconnected animated cinematic universe? You could argue animated? Pixar. You could argue Pixar, but like <clears throat> technically, you can't. Yeah, I would say Pixar, but they're they're still marketed as uh, standalone films. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's an animated. I mean, I'm missing something. You mean what? I'm trying to think. Oh. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, there's like, not that like focuses on separate characters and like all that kind of stuff. No. Definitely or it's not. like different people, same world. Right. All connected. That'd be cool. I'd be down for something like that. Yeah, I'd be down for it, too. The only problem is you have to get all these actors to commit to doing a bunch of movies, then. Yeah. So, I don't know. They could do small actors. They could. Or if they're passionate about it, I guess they'll do it. But, like, it's hard to... I feel like an animated cinematic universe is hard because you have to get the same actors to do voice acting over and over again. Versus, like, acting... Yeah, but they'd be completely fine if they were just using the voice actors already. Yeah. I feel like they could auto-generate all the voices. Like, with technology. Yeah, probably that too. But. <clears throat> um, did you see the Quantumania trailer leak? Uh, okay, we'll skip no. it. We don't need to talk about it. You can look it up. It's good. The movie looks good. Um, Black Adam. Okay, so the post credit scene leaked, so I'm going to talk about it. If you do not want to know the post credit scene, if you are listening to this, please skip probably to the next two minutes or something like that, because um, I will talk about the post credit scene of Black Adam, so unless you want to know. So, and Micah, did you look it up or did you did you wait? Okay, you ready, ready for this? So yeah. po- the post credit scene is uh, uh, Amanda Waller. It's Amanda Waller in a room. And someone walks up to Amanda Waller and says, we need to talk about Black Adam. And the person that walks up to... I have goosebumps right now. Black Adam is Henry Cavill as Superman, wearing his original Superman suit, with the Mm. original Superman uh, score underneath him. And it cuts. That's that's, that's good, dude. 
Holy crap. <sighs> That's crazy. Honestly, shout out to Wayne Johnson, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he's really got, he must got power there because they were going to do nothing. And then for him to get Henry Cavill back as Superman. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's just so, so awesome. Wow. I'm seeing it on the 20th, I think. Thursday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, Fire, dude. You have to go see it, obviously. Maddie will probably want to see that, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think she'll be interested in it. I don't think we'll Jenna see. wants to see it, which is weird. But... Um, She-Hulk. Episode 8. Episode 8. <laughs> yeah. Best episode there was, easily. Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about the cons. Your cons for it. Um, my cons. Uh, the villainy is still terrible. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, Leapfrog was th- an awful character. It was funny. It was it funny though. It was funny though. But there still needs to be a. A actual villain, like an overarching not a villain. rich guy, yeah, which, a rich kid. Which obviously the end, there's somebody. It's like the intelligentsia, but like who's that? I want to know. Yeah, and that whole in yeah the intelligentsia or whatever that just feels like Falcon, Winter Soldier, level, level, level villain, villain, like nothing, which was awful. Yeah. So it's just like random people who want to be internet trolls, basically. So it feels like <laughs> it's just. Twitter fingers, bro. Yeah, it's just stupid. So that's a con. Yeah. Um, then sinking She-Hulk and Daredevil uh, hooking up was it was stupid. I, I don't mean, care. It, it wasn't necessary. Honest. It probably was not necessary. That's true. But that's I a just con for me. Yeah, it's something I'd... that I was like, I'm pretty really? indifferent about it. I just don't care. It didn't ruin no. the episode for me. But I could see it being and the a most con. cringe moment was when she said uh, "She Hulk Smash." That was bad. That was bad. I definitely really cringed. I was like, "Dog, that's dumb." Like, you could say Hulk Smash still. Yeah, she's a Hulk. She's a Hulk. <laughs> she literally that like two episodes before episode before is like, "Well, what do you, what do you call a Hulking out?" She's a Hulk. Right. She Hulking out. Yeah, no, not she hulking out. She's hulking out. Yeah, it's yeah, it's dumb. It's bad writing. But as for the pros, obviously, strictly like it's Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the I thought them together was really good. Like when they weren't even like the take of the hooking up aside, like they were good to like she was way more enjoyable going back and forth with him. Yeah, he's definitely a good character. Matt Murdock is so, or not Matt, Char, Charlie Cox is so good. He's such yeah. a good actor. And like, they gave us a hallway scene, bro. Like, yeah, it was so good. I was Which so cool. I was bummed that they cut it off a little bit, but I was yeah, like, it, she, she but cut it off. to be fair, it like she said, the self-awareness thing, she's like, it is her show. Like, it makes sense. Like it's not because mm-hmm. if you keep if you kept going like they would have little nobody would be talking about anything else. 
if he kept going crazy, you know. So it's I'm grateful for what we did get for a hallway scene already. Like visually, it was sick. It was cool. But um, what's the other thing? Yeah. Oh, people are dumb fans, in my opinion. Are like, he's making jokes. He's MCU. Ah, he's so bad. Like he makes jokes in comics. Like there's a comic uh, with Spider-Man where he puts a kick me sign on the back of Spider-Man as a Spider-Man. Well, comic uh, comics are supposed to be funny. Yeah, like he's not. He's there's a darker tone to him, but like you can't base just this Netflix show on how he Daredevil has to act, especially when he's in a comedy show. Like, yeah, I don't think that the jokes were that bad. So. I, li- they were I think they were pretty. They're mild. Fluid. Yeah, they worked. When he said the thing, people were freaking out about him saying, like, I don't see my butt being whooped. I was, this was funny. Yeah. It wasn't anything, you know? So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's people just trying to find issues with the show. Like, it, <laughs> some, there was the Cuban Crusher. Do you know who he is on TikTok? Yeah. He's, he said something about it. He's like, if you think that that's bad, go take a shower, you loser. <laughs> something like that. I was like, yeah, like, it's ridiculous. That's funny. So, um, in my opinion, the best news, actually, I guess the other thing is not news, it's a movie, but the best news this week is Black Panther. Yep. Um, official trailer released, and, um, it gave us a lot of information. I still don't know who like the actual villain is, which is good because it's not Namor. He's like an anti-hero. Yeah, he's not like the villain villain. <clears throat> but um, we saw Ironheart. Mm-hmm. She's blasting off or whatever. She was cool. Um. Namor looks awesome, dude. Like, yeah, because he's got like the wings, this like comic mm-hmm. accurate. That's super dope. And then Shuri. Yeah, Shuri's Black Panther, bro. I love it's it. Sick. I love it. It's also cool because the actress Letitia Wright is like a Christian, like a devout Christian, and she's freaking Black Panther in an MCU. Yeah, it's definitely it's sick. so fire. But any other? You have any other thoughts on it? Like just in general, how the movie looks. It looks, I mean, it, looks it looks the same, like or whatever. Yeah, like uh, it's it's looks, always looked good. Yeah, and a new trailer didn't change that. It just looks good still. I wrote something down. I'm curious what you think about it. I think I wrote it in that in our thing too. Yeah, like this could be the first superhero movie to be nominated for best picture at the Oscars. Do you agree? Yeah, it could for sure. I just think it's, it'd be one of those times where I feel like, you know, like the, the, when they die, they like get nominated because there's a little bit of like empathy or whatever. I'd be okay with it. Obviously yeah. you still have to wait to see the movie, but like based on what we know already, it just looks so amazing that I feel like if it's that good, it might deserve, you know, something like that. Oh yeah. Cause I want a superhero movie to be nominated. You know? Definitely. So, it'll just be... Mm. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see how it looks, or how it is. Right, obviously. The movie, obviously, because the MCU's 
never gotten bad at making something look good. Right. They do a good like, job. There's of that. still never been a bad trailer. <laughs> no. There's been great trailers that are bad movies, so. Like what? Like Thor Love and Thunder. That's a good point. You had no idea that it was gonna be that awful of a movie until you watched it. Yeah. This this trailer though is like up there with like top top trailers ever. The, yeah. It's like I don't know what it is. It's, I, it's it was the thing... original one was that good. This one's normal. Yeah. The last one's normal. The yeah. first one was incredible. Really good. I don't know what it is though. Like certain MC things just aren't up to par. But like then there's things like this that are just like look unbelievable. Like what's the process to like Kevin Feige definitely cares more about certain things. Yeah. Clearly. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that the thing that came out last night that we're going to talk about is as good as it is, considering he probably was not that involved. Yeah, probably not. So, um, but yeah, Black Panther looks amazing. Yep. Movies of the week. Yeah, two of them. Two of them. Which one do you want to talk through? Talk about first. A river runs through it. Okay. Old what? movie. OG Brad Pitt. OG. Who's a good-looking dude? Yeah, I was watching it with Natty. <laughs> hey, but I think that's the first. They she spent two hours and never said it was a boring movie. It was um, a boring movie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like it so was. I, I at the very end, I was like, "Hmm, Natty, you haven't said this is a really boring movie. I wonder why that is." <laughs> it was okay. Here's the thing. It was, was a good movie. It was but good. It was, it was definitely something that. Like, she would be like, wow, this is so terrible. This is so boring. Yeah. It, she was just, like, watching it the whole time. <laughs> the plot was not very... Crazy. It, it was a good story. It like, was a good story. Story-wise, well, it was good. But, like, nothing happened. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of, like, dead time or whatever. But, the yeah. ov- like, the overall movie is really good. Overall story is really good. Yeah. Like, uh, full circle-wise is really good. Yeah, like, it's a good movie. Um, but, like, entertainment-wise, there's not, like, a whole lot that happens that really piques your interest. No. And, like, the ending, just with him, like, spoilers. Obviously, we always talk about spoilers in movies. But, like, him dying, it just felt so, like, oh, he died. Well, I knew he was going to die, but it was I definitely, figured. like, it was definitely executed in not the best way. Because... When he went back into Lola's, yeah, I was like, he's gonna die. Yeah, like, oh, see, oh, we can go fishing tomorrow. Oh, see you at breakfast. Blah blah. And then they were at breakfast waiting, and then the car drove up. I figured it was gonna be a police officer. Yeah, informing them. That would have been a better. That would have been better. Which yeah, would have made sense. But I understand why they didn't, and I understand why he died because he, you know, he caught the, the fat fish, and his dad said, "Wow, you're a great fisherman, like great fisherman," which is all he like wanted or whatever, is to be the best, mm-hmm. and to you know, they both mimic mimic their dad. Right. He became a writer, educator. Yeah. You know, he was called professor. He was called preacher. Right. And then Paul, which is Brad Pitt, right, was the fly fisherman. Right. He's he became a professional. Yeah, they fisherman. both like emulated their father right but the the last scene in the movie his death scene yeah it was definitely like 
it was like okay that makes sense but it was like really abrupt i was waiting for my heart to be ripped from my chest and it just didn't happen no it could have it could because like i felt the relationship it was a brother yeah they set up really well like it was like a brotherly like two different paths like of life obviously um paul obviously went down a dark path but like Mm-hmm. I got it in the sense of like me and you two different ways of like career and you know things like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I connect as a brother. This makes sense." And then it was just like he died. Dad said one thing, you know, like Yeah, I mean, if he honestly, if he just would have died at Lola's and they would have went yeah, fishing the next day just him and his dad could have been really emotional. Could have caught a fish. They could, they have... could have caught their their best fish. You know, oh, it was Paul. Paul put yeah. it there. You know, Whatever. right. That kind of thing. And then after that, then they could do the whole fast forward thing because the last the last scene in the movie was really good. When his yeah. dad was dead, brother's dead, and he's out there fish. The yeah, man, really... fly fishing. By his himself. wife. He's his talking wife about. Yeah. Yeah, and he's talking about the, you know, how the river and the water, yeah, like affects him emotionally right really good and like, it was really good scene yeah we had beautifully shot too and really it, good ending and yeah <clears throat> it was overall that ending was really good and i think i think they just fumbled it a little bit yeah like it just wasn't the bad i don't know like the story was so good and like it was well acted and like things like that but it just was mm-hmm. kind of boring it was just slow yeah it was slow and it needed the ending it needed a, I don't know. Like, I expect someone's death after like this turmoil and like this back and forth with these two brothers that are still close despite circumstances and uh, you know things like that. And it's just like, I don't know. I would like I said, I was waiting for like to feel like really sad, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't because it just wasn't made to be sad. Yeah. But it was definitely cool. Like, it was a good movie. It's like one of those movies that I'll probably never watch again. But like, No, definitely not. It's just but not, not worth it. I don't think it was bad. No, not at all. Definitely not a top movie either, though. No, it was average. It was, what did you rate it? I'd probably put it like a three or three and a half stars. Uh, so three and a half. So like a... What would that be? Probably like a 75 maybe out of 100. Yeah, like a 75. Like it's it's good. It's above average movie. Like it's not bad, but like I'll never watch it again. Yeah. So. Definitely. <clears throat> but this next one, let me tell you, that's fifty minutes I spent in the last few weeks. Like. Definitely. Werewolf by Night. Actually, not not true, but. What was? I watched Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings got really good. Watched two episodes last night. Oh, really? Yeah. It got really good. Dang, I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, six and seven. Were, How many episodes really is it in the... Next week's the last week. Okay. So I gotta... so we probably need to start watching it. All of it this week so we can talk about it next week. Because each episode's like an hour, so right. it's going to take you... You're not going to be able to sit down and watch it. So it's oh, eight hours. Breaking news. President Biden signs an executive order banning the Denver Broncos from ever appearing on national TV again. <laughs> w reelect him. Yeah. Reelect him. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, uh, 
No, I, I'll catch up. I'll start watching it. Um, uh, what am I saying? Oh, yes. Werewolf by Night. Okay. I forget the director's name. But it was phenomenal. Uh, what's his name? It's hard to say. It's a French dude. Michael Giacchino or something like that? Giacchino or something. Giacchino, yeah. Yeah, that was... we, Me and you, we watched it together. We, we sat... I love the Disney Plus, like, dual thing. It's so cool. It is cool. Um, we watched it together. And, like, it was good. It's the best thing ever been put on Disney Plus, straight to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the best thing Marvel's put out this year. I mean, yeah, it's arguably one of the best things they've ever made. So, do you, yeah, where where would you put it in the MCU ranking? Uh, depends. Enjoyment, that I'd probably put a few things higher in terms of quality. It's probably the best thing they've ever made. In terms of how well made it was, I mean, right. maybe it's unfair. It's only 50 minutes, you know, it's one thing. They have a lot of time to spend on it, but it's still for 50 minutes. Each individual scene is overall, like you take in each individual scene and the quality, it is a be- It is the best movie they've made. Best piece of film they've made. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is like, it didn't feel like Marvel, which definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like this one-off, like homage to uh, classic horror. It was so cool. It was awesome. It was like the but it had movie. MCU characters. It's exactly what the MCU should be, to be honest. With their side, with their side projects. Well, I mean, even with normal projects, it should. I mean, not to like that extent, but right. sort of. If they're gonna end up going back in time, it should be like that. You know, if they want to say that a character from the MCU is ever from that time period like that you know whatever 50s do you know when it was set i mean probably i don't know when it was set because it could be set in the modern obviously the theme the theme is 40s 50s but right but it could be still because when it went to color which was awesome yeah when is werewolf i said my night set Um, okay, there's multiple people who died um, in the tombs that were 1968. Um, the Beverly one is 1986. Best answer is that it was it's after 1986. Okay, interesting. So it's not in that era. But what I'm saying is like for a normal MC movie, if they ever want to go back in time and pre-tell a story or do a phase that is before that Iron Man and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that doing something like that, where if you're talking about a character that was in the MCU is the forties and fifties doing it in that style mm-hmm. would be something that's like really cool. Yeah, it would be awesome. That would be really, really cool. It was just sick. 
the CGI Ooh. was really good. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, it was it was a great great little show or movie, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Short film. Short film. It should be it should win an Oscar for short film. It should. Yeah. Um, we were talking about like the the modern day tech versus uh paying respects to like the 40s 50s mm-hmm. horror movies or whatever yeah where like the cuts and the wounds look super realistic but the blood spewing everywhere was super like fake blood spewing everywhere right and it it worked really well it, it was, was really cool it was so well done like i i'm I loved it. It was so. It well was done. so. I don't even know how to describe it. Like so, when people were like getting injured and their legs chopped off and their arms chopped <laughs> off, it wasn't like. It wasn't like oh, super old movie. Like, it was like wow, their arm got chopped off. <laughs> it like looked realistic, but then they would just throw in like the squirting fake blood. Right. Yeah. It was. It definitely like the homage it did pay to like classic monster horror movies was like. Mm-hmm. perfectly done i felt like i was watching you know like twilight zone in the 1950s mm-hmm. where it's or the monster movie in the 1950s they like, didn't make a werewolf by night ride in disneyland that'd be that's sense. they should change tower of terror to that'd be way could, that's the vibe it gave you know yeah. I, I, it won't ever change but like let's let's pretend it's still tower of terror right now yeah if they they could you know what they could do? People would probably be pissed, but I'd be for it. Is that they changed Haunted Mansion. Or created a new Haunted Mansion, like, style ride. So it's, like, that style where you're, like, walking and riding and that kind of stuff. But it's mm-hmm. it's the compound. That would be... And you're searching for Man-Thing or, like, a monster? That'd be cool. For, for Ted. Right. For Ted. That was so <laughs> funny, dude. I love that. Also, the actress, like the main girl, was really good too. What was her, Elsa or something? Yeah, her name is Elsa. Yeah, it was solid, dude. I five out of five. Yeah, hundred percent. Probably like a ninety-eight, ninety-nine out of a hundred. I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with it. So. Yeah, it's true. I don't know what, how I could. I don't know what to take a point points for. It's shorter than it should be. It should be longer. <laughs> But then again, it might not be as good if it was longer. So, yeah, uh, yeah. If you would have told me, because I remember we've made like top anticipated Marvel projects before, like top five. It was just really under the radar, and like we knew it was coming out, but like the marketing wasn't really there, and like, but like yeah, this. Until is... I saw the trailer, I was like, it was like non-existent. Once I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this could be really cool. And then it. <laughs> Came out and it was phenomenal. So, oh yeah, incredible! I love so cool. Marvel needs to do more things like that. They Definitely. just they just need to not do the same formula all the time. Mm-hmm. Like Spice they're do, they're doing good with they did. I mean, Spider-Man: No Home was a similar formula, but obviously it had aspects that were different that made it amazing. Both well, Heroes of Madness not the same, different. People hated it, but people loved it. I think it was good movie uh love and thunder typical marvel formula and taika watiti sucked um still waiting for a real horror though do we do you think we'll ever get one though probably not but i'm gonna be 
I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat waiting for one. I want like a not like a. I would they take the like, characters. I just want it. I want to be actually scared, bro. I want like a jump scare one, not like demonic horror, but no, like, like possession, but, but like. Uh, yeah, but like. Thriller. Like Stranger Things four type jump scare slash, more like smile and. Are you gonna see that? And, yeah, You're gonna see probably not. In, probably not in theaters. Yeah. Because it's but, a Paramount picture, so it'll probably come uh, to Paramount Plus. Yeah, I really want. I, I'd be fun, like, I want like a psychological thriller. Like, I want like an intense, like, like that type of movie too. I don't know who what character they'd use, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Um, they, I think they will. I think it'll help with Deadpool coming out. Because with him yeah. being it being rated R, that'll definitely help Marvel be they like, need, yeah, take the jump to more gruesome things. And they just need to make it so it's like it can be connected still, like building the story, but not as much as other projects. They need to have like a tier list, like a category of like it. Everything should still further the the universe, in my opinion, right? Everything mm-hmm. should still be like pushing something like this. Werewolf by Night. It's just an introduction to the character. There's no press credit scene, but it furthers the universe. It adds these new characters and this element of monsters into Marvel. Lovely. But you need to have like your set films, like your big, big names that like kids and teens can watch and adults will still enjoy. Right. But mm-hmm. then you need to have select things that are like, this is like rated R. Like, lo- like hypothetically, if Logan was um, in the MCU, like gore or like a scary movie or like, you know, things like that. That Yeah. Maybe have elements that push still it forward, adding a character or like building the storyline, but not make it this big main thing because then you won't get people to able to see it because it's more niche. Yeah, it has to be categorized different. Yeah, definitely. So, which well, awesome. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's yeah. been the episode. It has. Hour and 35, hour and 40, not bad. Not bad. A lot we talked about. Yeah. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. Life's tough. Get a helmet.